Ulta Beauty is a fragrance and cosmetic company with over a thousand locations. It's been publicly traded for a while. It's traded at a premium and right now, today, it's the cheapest it's ever been. I'm gonna walk through this stock valuation and show you why I think it's a very interesting company to hold for the next decade. You ready? Let's get to work. Hello, welcome to Rational Investing. My name is Cameron Stewart, CFA. Thank you for watching the channel. All the comments, I appreciate it. Please subscribe if you like the content. Uh, this channel is dedicated to the rational cash flow investor. We look for no nonsense, no bulls and bears. I'm not hitting buttons over here. This is hard, pure cash flow. What you pay for the cash flow over a decade, how can it compound to help you get where you want to go? Now we run a cash flow club. I've got the cash flow club behind me. David, one of our analysts, has put it forth his review of one of the largest specialty retail companies out there in the United States called Alt Beauty. Uh, it's been on my radar to look at for a long, long time. I'm very happy to present it to you today. Let's dive right into Alta Beauty. What do they do? Well, they offer skincare products, cosmetics, hair care products, fragrances. They are a multi-location retail company that provides all kinds of services with their biggest partners being Estee Lauder and L'Oreal making about 60% of their total sale volume. Uh, and they've been growing their store count. That's what these guys do. They roll out stores, they offer products, both private label and non-private label, and they got a lot of traction. They've been very, very good at it for a very long time. Before we dive into the income statement, let's review the five key factors we use in this channel to value each stock for further due diligence. Number one, top line revenue growth. You want a stock that can grow its revenue. Number two, earnings growth. EBITDA better be growing. Number three, strong free cash flow. Number four, low debt. You want less than three times debt. And number five, well-priced stock. We'll get into what a, what a well-priced stock is later, but it's got to be well-priced. Let's dive into the income statement, Alta Beauty. Their revenue last fiscal year ending January 28th, 2023, $10.2 billion. Prior to that, $8.6 billion. Prior to that, $6.5 billion. So rapid revenue growth here. Let's check gross profit, make sure they're profitable, the gross profit line. $1.9 billion in 2021. 3.4 billion in 2022 and $4 billion in 2023. So yes, they're profitable at the gross profit margin. Uh, selling general and administrative costs fairly flat, uh, 1.5 billion to 2.4 billion. So that means they're gonna be profitable at the operating income line, 236,000, 1.3 billion, 1.6 billion. Look at interest coverage ratio, so their interest expense, here, interest expense was only uh, $5 million, so they make $1.6 billion of operating planet, plenty of money to cover the very little debt that they actually have. Then down below, rounds out with common shares outstanding and, and uh, earnings per share. Let's give a balance sheet a quick smell check. Balance sheet, they have $740 million in cash on the balance sheet with 2.7 billion of current assets, 5.3 billion of total assets, with current being roughly half of that. Property, plant, equipment, 1 billion. Operating leases, another 1.5 billion. Very little goodwill, which is what we wanna see. Current, uh, current liabilities, 1.6 billion, which is less than the 2.7 billion. So they have an extra $1.1 billion of current assets over current liabilities. Love to see that. Total long-term debt, these are operating leases, by the way, of 1.6 billion. That's just, the, that's just the rental agreements that they signed for their retail locations. In terms of bank debt, 
I'm not seeing a whole lot of bank debt at all in this model. So in reality, I think this business is debt free. Uh, and then equity, equity here is building nicely uh, $2 billion of equity. Let's take a look at cash flow where the rubber meets the road, the real number you want to see. All right, the cash flow statement, my favorite statement, your favorite statement, the cash flow statement. Pop quiz, what are the three segments of the cash flow statement? Operating cash flow, investing cash flow, financing cash flow. Let's take a look at operating cash flow. Operating cash flow last year, $810 million. That's hard jack that they made by running and selling products in their multi-location retail stores. That grew to $1 billion. That grew to $1.4 billion. By the way, year over year, that's a 50% move in cash flow from operations. Great job, team. Nice work. What do they do with that money? Well, they bought stores. They build new stores, $3 billion, but that is a whole lot less. That's about 20% of the total cash that they generate. So they generate far more cash than they need to to build the stores. And what do they do? Look at this. They buy back an S ton of stock. $900 million of stock they bought back for, the, for, for this business last year. Prior to that, $1.5 billion. Uh, they pay um, like options. Do they pay a dividend? I don't see a dividend. So they do. They don't pay a dividend, and they're not buying. They have no debt. They're not buying and selling any debt, which is great to see. Great cash flow statement. One of the pristine cash flow statements that I really like to see. So there are retail locations. Well, how many stores do they have, and what's the growth rate of the stores? So uh, 20 years ago, the stores they had 126 stores. Now they have 1,355 stores. That has been growing over time. You can see the inflection in the curve where they really grew strong. The the slope of this curve grew nicely in 2013, 2014 when it accelerated. It's been decelerating as they got to 2020. Obviously, the pandemic probably put a big pause on a lot of their retail expansion, expansion, but it's still growing. Another key metric when you're looking at per store companies is, is the um, revenue per store. And you can see their revenue per store was growing slightly through 2015 and it's really ramped up recently. It's been $7.5 million per store up from 4 million only uh, 10 years ago. Here's a 20 year look at their total revenue and normalized EBITDA margin. You can see it took them a little while to scale. They're at 9% margin when they were younger in 2028, 2029, very, I mean, t t we're talking 20 years ago. And then the margin expands, they get to scale to 15 to 16%. It's been at 16% for the last decade. Recently, it's as high as 18.4% on the EBITDA margin as they continue to grow their, uh, their, their normalized EBITDA and margin. What has the stock done over the la last 20 years? Well, it's produced over 1,500% growth. What I'm interested in is this pullback we're seeing here recently as the stock has come down I think that puts a very interesting opportunity to, to buy a company that has a pretty good uh, handle on the entire um, cosmetic uh, retail uh, industry. So here you go. This is a stock chart I wanted to talk about. So it's enterprise value divided by the e enterprise value EBITDA. So the, the line here is the market multiple enterprise value divided by EBITDA. And here is your enterprise value. You can see the enterprise value has grown the bars over time. It, it peaked at over almost $30 billion of total value. It's come down 
Uh, today, it's $21 billion. So it's peeled off almost $8 billion of value from this peak here. It trades currently at 11 and a half times enterprise value EBITDA, which is down here at a decade low. You can see it has not been that cheap in the last decade. That's why at the outset, I think it's been cheapest it's ever been, at least in this last 10 years. So let's go through the cash flow one pager. The one pagers here, you can find these one pagers at my website, cashflowinvestingpro.com. I teach an investment investment course. If you're learning to model yourself, you want to build financial models for the stocks that you own, which I highly recommend you do. Take my course. I'll teach you how to do it. I'll give you an Excel template. I'll train you to be a financial analyst. A lot of people have taken the course. They've really, really enjoyed it. It's changed how they look at stocks. I'm glad. Uh, you can also, if you don't want to do the work yourself, you can join the Cashflow Club where me and other analysts post reviews of stocks that we like uh, or we don't like uh, based on their free cash flow. And this is what I'm reviewing today. So here we go. 2014, they made $2.6 billion of revenue. That is now $10 billion in 2023. That's a 16% annual growth rate over this time period. EBITDA is growing 18% over the same period of time, $434 million to $1.8 billion. Let's look at the debt. Debt is now, now at $1.9 billion, but remember that debt is only the retail lease obligations. It's not any bank debt. Bank debt's what we're really worried about. Signing a lease is an obligation, but the rent expense is already included in the EBITDA, so I think it's not fair to take rent liabilities and compare, compare it to the EBITDA. This company, in my opinion, is debt-free. Market cap, $5.6 billion to $25 billion, 18% growth rate. Uh, excuse, uh, yeah, growth rate. Uh, EBITDA, enterprise value is roughly the same, $5.6 billion to $28 billion. Uh, it's currently at $21 billion, so it's, it's trading at this 2018 level, which is uh, a nice discount from what's traded historically. And when you look at EBITDA, EBITDA for this business is, is much higher than it used to be. Let's look at the enterprise value to EBITDA market multiple. So here it was 13% uh, at its a kind of low point. At high points, 28% during the pandemic. It's currently trading at 11.5, which is cheaper than it's ever been here. I covered debt earlier, which I think is zero. Adjusted free cash flow, we covered this earlier. It's been robust and growing the last several years. Over the long term, it's grown at 19% annually. That's in line with EBITDA. Good job, accounting team, uh, accurately reflecting the cash costs and the income statement. CapEx has grown at 4%. You can see they make almost a billion dollars of cash every year on top of their debt payments or excuse me, after the CapEx payments. There are no debt payments. So that free that cash flow flows right through to cash flow to equity. This is what you and I are buying as an investor. We buy it on a per share basis, which is over here, $21 per share. Shares outstanding, they've been buying back shares. Earlier in the decade, they had 64 million, million shares that has been bought down to 52 million. They've bought back uh, a lot of their shares. Good job management on disciplined capital allocation. They've been able to grow the number of stores, and they've also been able to buy back capital. Great job. Uh, on a yield basis itself, this stock is fairly low, 2.8% of the growth stock, but right now it's up above 5 which is a nice, uh, a very nice yield for a company that has a pretty decent growth history. Let's forecast this business and see what it looks like. 
So as a reminder, this business did um, 1.8 billion in, in EBITDA last year. We're gonna forecast basically flat 1.8 billion and string it forward about a 5% growth long-term. We think over the long-term, they'll get back into building stores as the pandemic pipeline kind of takes time to, to sign lease obligations, do build outs, and the pandemic definitely paused that, but we think they'll get back on their footing and they'll continue to grow. Uh, Long-term target, $2.8 billion of EBITDA, just shy of $3 billion. You apply a market multiple of that at 14 times. Right now, they're trading at 11 and a half. So you get a market multiple expansion, and we think that's going to yield a stock price value of $756 per share. If we do this on a cash flow basis, they make roughly $17 per uh, share right now in free cash. We think that's going to grow over time to about $26 per share. And a yield of 4% produces a stock estimate price $662 out 10 years from now. Right? That's just a, an estimate. We have no idea what the future looks like. This is a pure guess, but it's grounded in some facts that hopefully gives us an understanding how much risk we're taking on by buying the stock. On average, between the two methods, we think it's a $709 valuation. Now, what can I buy the stock today for? Well, I can buy as much stock as I want at $377, $378 a share. I get a pro rata share of that free cash flow, $17 to $26, and I'm out about $700 out in the future per share. That is a 12.3% IRR on an annualized basis. That's why we think this stock is a trifecta. It does three things very well. It grows earnings and buyback shares. And right now, being the cheapest I've ever seen it on a market multiple basis is 11 and a half times. It can expand that market multiple to give you the trifecta, hence the t-shirt of the trifecta. Now, let's review the five key attributes here. So top line revenue growth, yes, that's growing. Number two, EBITDA, enterprise EBITDA is growing. Number three, strong free cash flow, yeah, it's about a billion dollars a year. Number four, low debt and debt is zero. Number five, well-priced, yes, it is well-priced because the, the, the estimated guess, finger in the air, kind of back of the envelope math suggests that this stock could outperform the stock market. Stock market returning 10%, this saying 12.3% over long term, that gives it a good rating. I think it's a very interesting stock. Take a look, throw me the comments down below. What would you like to see next? I'm happy to take recommendations. This is Cameron Stewart from Rational Investing. This is the review of uh, Ulta Beauty. If you like the kind of style of this, I highly suggest you take the investment course. Take that, I'll give you the Excel sheet. We'll go through Apple on how to value Apple, and I'll show you how to be a financial analyst. If you're looking to apply for investment banks or you want to be a financial analyst as a career, uh, email me. It's listed down below. I'm happy to take questions or kind of point you in the right direction. My name is Cameron Stewart. Uh, this is Rational Investing. Thanks so much for watching. Hit the subscribe button if you like the content. It always helps me out. Okay, take care. Bye-bye.